This podcast is part of the A3K Network. For more information, visit www.anime3000.com. Warning. The views and opinions expressed by this producer are not necessarily the views and opinions expressed by Anime 3000, its producers, partners, or affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Another scintillating edition of the other side. I'm Cody Byer. And I'm Max Waiter, ladies. And on this week, well, first of all, I'm not going to talk like that in podcast. Well, anyway, here's the podcast. We're doing it now. It's time for podcast talk time times. So this week, me and Max almost couldn't think of what to talk about. We were racking our brains. I mean, we have some subjects in mind, but we were like, you know what, we should put them, put that off a little later. We had to figure something out. I mean, if our viewers don't get a weekly dose of the other side, they might probably kill themselves. Because how do you live without, without our amazing contributions? Exactly. I mean, it's, and it's gonna tip the scales of balance because all those, like, super nerdy anime podcasts are probably updating this week. Yeah. And how, how you gonna get your other side? To, to to dilute that, to balance that out, or else it's just going to be this wall of J-pop just cl- crashing down on you. you exactly. The dark side has the advantage because they have no life. Exactly. We have to work twice as hard. But uh, but this would then, in a little discussion of what we should we talk about, a little arbitrary thing came up that ended up becoming a full-fledged subject that once it hit me and hit Max, like, oh, we got to talk about it. Everybody knows a full metal alchemist by now. I think everybody is knows exactly what I'm talking about if you're listening to this podcast. Or at least have some ancillary knowledge of full metal alchemist. Yeah, or at least you have seen the Yaoi. Yeah, at the very least. Uh to to summarize it, Full Metal Alchemist is a manga by some lady whose name escapes me, who is a fantastic storyteller. And overall, when when looked at as a whole, this manga is probably one of the greatest overall stories that Japan has ever sent us. Uh, if you just weigh in the cast of characters and the progression of the story, the pacing, uh, the actual plot and the intricacies of it and clever twists and fun characters and serious characters and all that, just put it all together, it's probably one of the greatest stories Japan has ever given us. What do you mean women can do anime too? <laughs> yeah. Um and then of course being as good as it was, it spawned an anime series. Mm-hmm. But it spawned the anime series when it wasn't done yet. See, Full Metal Alchemist has since run its course and it has reached its conclusion and finished and went out with a bang and it was fantastic and I had to smoke a cigarette after the end. But this the the anime it was not done yet when this anime started. So they were met with a little dilemma. Yeah. What do we do once we catch up? And now they resolved this ridiculous, this little problem of theirs with the decision to basically invent a story of their own to finish it, which technically isn't even that bad of an idea. I mean, it was either that or end the entire thing. But 
their decision what exactly to put in the following episodes has been, let's say, kind of baffling. Yeah, um, how do I break this? The first full month, well, since, since then, they have come out with a second anime that was designed to be true to the manga. Exactly. And that anime is much, much better. That anime is fantastic. While the first 13 episodes are very rushed because it covers what the first anime covered, uh, after those 13 episodes, it is magnificent. Um, but the first anime was uh, what you might call a pile of garbage. Uh, this show was so bad, it almost I'm a little bitter at it because it almost made me not watch or read any more Full Metal Alchemist. It made me just think Full Metal Alchemist sucked in general. It was so bad, I couldn't take the shit. Only uh, my, when my curiosity was peaked, because you see, Full Metal Alchemist started with showing some potential. Uh, in the very big, first few episodes, you could see that something good could happen here. Uh, unfortunately, it, uh, yeah, it veered off into, into stupid town, population, and then it never looked back. And we'll get into the contents of stupid town, but first, it's the overall story. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I eventually gave the manga a look-see when I heard that the stuff I thought had premise was from the manga, and the manga then went off in its own from there. Yeah, that's actually the really tragic part of the entire thing. Like, there's probably people who have watched this anime and have been turned off the series because of its shittiness and then never actually found out or looked up that there was a manga or that the sequel, quote-unquote, was any better. I mean, this, this pretty much shows a funny contrast. Like, when I read your early webcomic reviews, like, at, at one point you stated while you were talking about how Isuzumiya and other shows that Full Metal Alchemist was basically total bullshit and since I was one of the people who had read the manga instead of seeing the show, I was like, huh? Wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I, I, was, I was at the time unaware of the manga's difference. I mean, I kind of had ancillary knowledge, but it was like the, the anime was so bad, how much better could the manga be? Turns out, a lot. You can just tell the difference by looking at Scar. The character Scar, because in the first anime he is slimmed down and more pretty boy kind of thing. He's still like a big lantern jawed guy, but he's much more delicate looking. Whereas if you look at Scar in the manga, he is a giant son of a bitch with a jaw that could fit another human head. And who will and, kick your ass? Yeah, and it was like he was much more imposing and much more of a motherfucker. And I was like, okay, okay. I think that was the straw when I saw Scar. When I saw how because I remember he had a really cool concept I liked that you had this like serial killer that had, that was driven by religious beliefs, but it was like New Testament religious beliefs. Because usually when you have a serial killer uh, killing in the name of God, it's like Old Testament wrath of God shit. But this was a guy that was like believed in a loving God and felt like he was what he was doing was wrong, but there was no turning back for him. He had sacrificed himself for revenge, and I thought that was very interesting. I was very fascinated by that idea, but then they never went in good places with it. Uh, and and I just Scar just got boned in his depiction in the first anime. Yeah. Then again, pretty much every freaking major villain and major main character did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the villains especially in the in the manga, these these guys are either like incredibly awesome and bastards, but you can you can like them like Scar or Kimberly. Or uh, or they are incredibly chilling, like 
try just for example but in the anime these guys were basically all carnival attractions more or less the, in the, in the anime jokes, they were yeah. they were sad people they, everybody was sad people i mean i think this is the biggest uh, contrast between the first anime and the manga and brotherhood i think this really encapsulates how dumb the first anime is versus what is basically real Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. At one point in Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Al, the younger brother, I'm not going to get into the concept of Full Metal Alchemist. If you don't know what it's about, go check out Wikipedia real quick. Just look at the summary, then come back. I'm just going to, I'm, we're going to continue this podcast as if everybody listening knows what Full Metal Alchemist is and is about. So anyway, Al, the brother trapped in the armor, he, uh, begins to doubt he's even real because shit is put in his head by a crazy serial killer who is also a soul bonded to armor. Uh, now, there is that the kind of thing of why are you listening to a serial killer over your brother, but but then this is touched. No, well, I'm, not, I'm getting ahead of myself. In the first anime, Al stews over this, at which point uh, he and Ed have a big argument, and Al basically cries and runs away, and his, the whole episode is spent looking for him while he runs away and pouts. Exciting premise. Yes. And of course, and in the real Full Metal Alchemist, in the manga Brotherhood, uh, Winry basically hits him with a wrench and says, why are you taking the word of a serial killer over your brother? Of course you're real. Shut up. I this was when I was like, okay, this is way better than the anime. That was the moment. I mean, there were a couple other moments, but this was the moment I was like, oh my god, because that is exactly what I wanted someone to do when I was watching it. It's like, stop being watched... a bitch. Yeah, it's like when, I, when I was watching the anime, I was like, would someone just hit him and tell him he's being stupid? And then I'm reading the manga, and there's that scene where Winry hits him and tells him he's being stupid. And I'm like, oh my fucking god, you've got to be kidding me. This is right out of my oh my god that's both scary and awesome. And I, that was the clincher that you knew this was this was the way to go. Yeah. Was the mom. Yeah. And, and e- even Al's reaction in that scene doesn't top the anime Edward which is oh why. <laughs> yeah, oh why uh, tends to be the uh <laughs> general theme of the first anime. Yeah. That that sums up actually pretty much the first anime perfectly. Everyone is a whiny bitch. Um, for, like for instance, uh, in the first anime, now now I should point out there the there are seven homunculi, which are basically the main villains. They're like the soldiers of the the they work for the, whoever the main villain of each series is. Cause there's yeah. seven um, they are the central antagonists. In the in the real, let's say the real Full Metal Alchemist, because I, like I said, it encapsulates manga and brotherhood. Uh, there is a reason they are named after the seven deadly sins. They are born from a being that is referred to as father, and they each are an actual like father has actually taken that element of his own personality out to create these homunculi. They are actual uh, fragments of him. They are born from his lust, his greed, his gluttony, all that stuff. Uh, you even see what father was like before he did this, when he was first around as just a small little homunculus like being himself. And he had a much different personality because as we see him in the present day, he has removed these elements to create the homuncula. So there is a reason that they are named lust and sloth and pride and greed and wrath and envy and all that. In the anime, there is 
no goddamn reason for it. In fact, the homunculi technically aren't homunculi. Yeah. Because because the actual definition of a homunculus is a man-made human or a man-made humanoid living thing, whatever, however you want to, however technically technical you want to get with it. Yeah, but not here. Yeah, in the first anime, whenever you try to bring someone back from the dead using alchemy, now, now it's it's established in the real Full Metal Alchemist that it's that's impossible. You cannot replicate a person. Whenever you try, you're just going to get a husk of human parts that isn't alive. Well, it's alive, but it doesn't have a soul. It's not even like there's even thing like they they could they the guy the boys when they tried to revive the mother, you know, they dug up the failed experiment and they noticed the hair her color was different and all that, and it it wasn't her. They couldn't do it. You can't you can't do it. It was established. It's impossible in Full Metal in the real Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, uh, the justifications in, they pretty much give is that there's no way to be able to to have a trade-off that is fair, basically, as in though the value of a person cannot be paid for with anything in the in the world you can find. Yeah, uh, and in in the first anime, apparently, what happens when you try to revive someone first, they're a nasty husk, but then they when you're not looking will magically turn back into a human shape, but it'll have magic powers and be evil. So in other words, it'll not, it'll not be a resurrection, it'll be better. It's like, <laughs> death improves everyone. Anyone should do it. Yeah, and, but it's like, that. A, that's not homunculus. B, how long does it take before they become... And then they just reform into the person you wanted, but not the person you wanted, because they don't remember yeah. and they're evil now. Not to mention, what would happen if an eighth one, eighth one was made... Like, does he does he get a new name? <laughs> is Dude, is there now the Evan, eight eight deadly sins or something? <laughs> broke the theme. <laughs> uh, it, it's like they just happen to arbitrarily, which means like for some reason, lust decided to name herself lust, and greed decided to name himself greed. Yeah, that, that's another thing. Not only are they naming themselves after that, and of course it doesn't explain the tattoos that they have because they don't know each other all. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so that makes that whole plot point completely ridiculous and illogical. But <clears throat> but no, but not only that. But some of these names don't even make sense thematically for some of these characters. Like due to due to the fact that uh, that not all of the homunculi who were revealed at the time the anime was made, they of course made some up or assigned some titles to others that they didn't actually have, as it later turned out. And therefore, the entire thing became a complete mess, because some of these characters had had names that didn't really 100% fit them. Yeah, well, I think uh, well, one of them that I make fun of the most because it's so easy is Wrath. Uh, in the real Full Metal Alchemist, I I guess this isn't that much of a spoiler. It it's the Führer, it's the leader of the country, Führer King Bradley. Uh, Who he's became Wrath. Pride in the anime. Yeah, in the anime, he's Pride. Um, and when you see Pride in the real Full Metal Alchemist, it's like, fuck, first anime Pride. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, in the first anime, Wrath is instead represented by a little boy who wants his mommy. <laughs> it's yeah. not even a joke. He wants a mommy. He's a little boy, he has powers, he wants a mommy. That's Wrath. Anger! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe temper tantrums count as Wrath and all. <laughs> that's I want my mommy. Or, or maybe, maybe that's the type of wrath that the kind of person who enjoys the Full Metal Alchemist anime knows. Damn yeah. it, mom! Leave me alone! I'm trying to watch my artistic animation. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, uh, and, and then Sloth. Now, in the real Full Metal Alchemist, Sloth is actually very clever. Um, it's a, a Sloth is this big, hulking motherfucker who you think is going to be slow, because every time something you think of Sloth as like an enemy, it's like a big, hulking, slow thing. Sloth is actually ridiculously fast in terms of, in terms of his ability, running speed and movement. Uh, her, with Herculean strength, and his personality is the actual definition of sloth. He never wants to do anything. Like, Everything's a pain. Uh, whatever. I don't want, this is a, can I stop now? I don't want, uh, like, everything's too much of a bother for him. That's actual sloth. I'm like, oh, very well done. Yeah. Uh, not oh. to mention that that makes him uh, that much more effective as a villain because even when he couldn't be bothered, he's he's still a massive threat simply based on the fact that basically nothing phases this guy. Like they, yeah. were, sh they were shooting with artillery at him and it didn't even do shit. They were freezing him. Nothing worked. And then then when he actually starts moving fast, then you know shit just got real. Yeah. And uh, but in in the first anime. Now, in the real Fulminachmus, Sloth is very a, a very memorable character between the fact that he is an act, the actual definition of Sloth, uh, he's incredible, you know, the the fact that he's like a fucking the fucking Hulk, um, and just his design in general. I mean, he's he's a very memorable character. In the first anime, it does the cheapest thing ever. It just makes Sloth Ed Nail's mom. So you have the cheap. Oh no, our mother is our enemy, and yeah. she and is she, the one. She's now the secretary of the Fuhrer for some reason. Yeah, and she turns into goo. Sloth. <laughs> Sloth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, evil lady turns into goo, and is also the surrogate mother for anime wrath. Sloth. Makes sense. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Now, <laughs> uh, and, and the thing about the uh, in the real form of Lawak, this all the. Uh, all the homunculi represent their sin in very clever ways. I mean, some of them are kind of obvious, like lusting, gluttony. Uh, some of them are a little more, uh, like, like I said, a little more clever. Again, sloth being legitimate, uh, definition of sloth. Greed's greed, his avarice going to the point where he actually has some good traits out of it. Like, one, like he wants everything, and that includes friends. Yeah. And uh, those, and those friends, they are his, and nobody is allowed to take them from him. Yeah, and if you fuck with his friends, he'll kick your ass because they're his. You know, take, you'll mess with his stuff. Um, which was, again, I thought very clever. Um, and, and with Wrath and the real Fulman Alchemist as, as King Bradley, if you just, you don't think much of it. And then you see little bits of his actual personality and he is a hateful, vicious son of a bitch. You see him fight. He is the most badass thing I've ever seen. I mean, like, I don't want to spoil too much for those who haven't seen the whole real Full Metal Alchemist. Like, at the end, he marches up to his own cat, his own fucking palace, where the good guys are, and they're thinking, like, where, which way he's gonna come in? And he comes right from the front. And, like, you think I denigrate myself to come in the back door of my own palace? And he runs up by him fucking self. Fucking tank is shooting at him. He's dodging bullets. Tank shoots at him. He cuts the fucking tank shell in half, one half without the without the explosives goes flying and hits like five guys and the other half goes flying into a building and explodes. He fucking chase he's so vicious the guys in the tank are scared of him and they start backing the fuck up. He's chasing a tank that is running away from him. He jumps at the tank, stabs through a window, kills the guy driving the tank, runs the fuck I mean 
blitzes all these motherfuckers. When he loses his sword, he just takes one of the dead soldiers, picks them up, yanks the knives away from them, like beats the shit out of someone, looks at the knives, he's twirling them around, he's catching like, not my weapon of choice, but it'll have to do. And he gets in like a perfect stance. And you're like, holy fucking shit. And you see him fight, and you know why he's wrath. He's fucking got, like, 12 swords, and, like, he's slicing, like, like this vicious motherfucker, and he's stabbing you with, like, all the ones he doesn't need. And you've got, like, five swords in you, and he's just hacking you to pieces with this look in his face like he wants you to die 20 times over. Yeah. And then, But I thought the best representation that showed, like, this is doing it much better than that first anime in terms of his homunculus title. When they're talking about the funeral of one of the characters that dies, I'm not I'm not going to say the name even though no everybody knows who it is. Just in case, <laughs> just in case, uh, in case there might be one or two people that haven't given it a look see. Just in case, I don't want to rob them of that moment. Um, but this character has a child, and the child at the and he shows the funeral is a very heart wrenching scene. The child's crying, doesn't understand that their uh, father is dead, and you know. It, uh, why are they do burying daddy and all that stuff? And, and you, you had uh, that moment was so heart wrenching. It stays with you in the audience. Long time passes, like you know, chapters and chapters and chapters later. Wrath, King Bradley, he's talking about this, and he's talking about the funeral. And you think he's he's reminiscing about it, and he's saying that whole time I was there, all I could think about was how much I hated that crying child. How infuriating that child's crying was and how irritating it was. And I was like, oh my god. And this the look of like furious, pissed off on his face. I was like, yes, that is wrath right there. Just yeah. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know what that has to do with wrath. I mean, that's how I feel at funerals. They're fucking <laughs> babies. <laughs> Just cry some more. You're next. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, that, that was so good because that had been a long time since that funeral happened and it brings it back up. And, you know, as a viewer, you still got all those emotions tied to that scene. And then that, that's what he has to say about it. And that with that child, they were so – and it's just like, oh, that is that is good storytelling right there. Yes! Oh, that was good. Well, what's also great is that the embodiment of Wrath wasn't made into this mindless Hulk type thing. Which is like – I'm angry all the yeah, time. Yeah, or something like that. No, the, 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 the Fuhrer is more like more like this, this almost called this seething – like you can see how viscerally pissed off he is, but he doesn't mostly doesn't scream or throw temper tantrums. You just see how he's almost surgically precise with his anger. Yeah, which is again incredibly clever. A much better depiction of the seven deadly sins. These these homunculi are are fantastic. I'll say brilliant depictions of the seven deadly sins as characters, uh, especially compared to times where it's been used before. As a uh, side note, kind of funny that Lust is the quote-unquote ultimate spear and fights by penetrating people with her nails and is a woman. I'm pretty sure that's intentional. Exactly. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just it's so damn good. And, and even Envy. I mean, the, the fucking first anime tried to pull off the dumbest fucking shit with Envy. Where he was like, I mean, he wasn't like the biological, so, like actually he was Ed Now's brother. Yeah. Oh, brother. And he, he was envy, he envied them. Because yeah. they got to live with daddy. Yeah, that, that makes so much fucking sense. Yeah, it's That's like, obviously. That? It's like, everyone, again, everyone is a whiny bitch, but 
But but in 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 the manga, it was so much better because the the envy part actually gets explained at the pretty much at the very end, which I won't spoil because it's a really good moment. But but, but, but he, yeah. even then, they have a uh, little little uh, clever bits where like he his true form is. I mean, in in the first anime, his true form was just a blonde guy. Yeah. In, oh. in uh. In in the real form of Alchemist, his true form is this giant, hideous monster. So the envy part also comes in where he – first of all, the monster is green. Haha. But uh, the envy part comes in where he is, like, ashamed of how hideous his form is. And that's that's part of why he changes his shape. Yeah. After all, what does someone who envies the looks of others want to do? Change his own looks, which yeah. is exactly what envy can do. Not to mention in the in the manga, he was far more of a despicable bastard and actually far smarter. With, yeah, with the way he he went along, like e- even even though he was technically already incredibly strong and he could pretty much hold his ho- hold his own in basically almost any fight, even this even when he was in a in a disadvantage, he he basically knew how to how to act in order to get him out of that. Yeah, envy in the first anime was pretty much just uh, the pawn of the main villain, uh, pretty much just acting as he was told to. And like, haha, I'm so evil, I enjoy this. Whereas, uh, the real Envy was much more of a threat and much more of a bastard, which made his, uh, comeuppance. Am- Envy is on the receiving end of one of the biggest curb stomps I have ever seen in my life. Probably one of the biggest curb stomps in all of fiction. And he deserves every bit of it. Envy was a fantastic villain. I loved his run. But that was what he fucking needed to get. That was what he deserved. That's one of the great things about Fullmet- the real Fullmetal Alchemist, the storytelling, that it knows exactly, like, the author, she knew exactly what to give the audience. It, it, like, even just little, little, little story bits, little fan service moments, and I don't mean fan service like a panty shot. By the way, none of that in Fullmetal Alchemist. Like, one scene with Winry in a tub. That's like it. And so, I mean, very, it's a good, respectable show. But, I mean, like, a little bit like, you know, if, if a character's popular, they'll get their little moment. Uh, you never know who's going to stick around. You never know who's going to be written off. Like, you'll just see a couple just a couple characters in the real film you just think are just right off henchmen. And then they end up being main characters for the entire rest of the show. I mean, it's, it's that kind of thing. Whereas, I mean, it was, oh, it was all these little bits, but... I mean, what happened, like, Envy's death in the first anime was just this pathetic attempt at, like, it was a, it was this attempt at, uh, drama, it was, it was transparent, it was lifeless, meaningless crap. Uh, god, the shit, that fucking, in the, in the manga and Brotherhood was just, like, it was not just a moment, a defeat, it was a prolonged, torturous beatdown. And like I said, Envy deserved every bit of it, and it was amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, it was this. I can't even. I can't even praise it enough. Yeah. Oh, hey, another character that they kind of fucked up in the anime was Kimberly. Oh yeah, yeah, that's another. Another. If you compare the two, fucking uh, Kimberly in the first anime looks like he's a fucking meth head. <laughs> Basically, and in and... the manga, he's a stone cold badass. I mean, in the in the in the anime, he was pretty much more like, basically like a thug with explosive powers. That was pretty, <laughs> that was pretty much, much what he was. was. Like, yeah. boom, 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 muhaha. And then in the end, just like, what's up, bitch? I never <laughs> shave. Boom. <Yeah. laughs> and in the end, Scar just stabs him. 
lame. Yeah, but in, but in the in the in the anime uh, in the second anime and in the manga, he instead has like this complete white suit and hat. The the mangaka actually actually noted that he was kind of inspired by the protagonist of Clockwork Orange, which is notable. Like he's this he's this huge uh, posh motherfucker who uh, who just couldn't give a fuck about anything basically. He's just you know completely badass. Yeah, and and his his reasonings for doing the evil shit are so the evil shit that he does are so, it's like it's actually kind of fascinating because he just like uh well which side is the, is history gonna choose I want to find out and I want to play a part in it and their and being on their side is more fun pretty much <laughs> yeah compared to the enemy in which he was explosions are fun <laughs> He was more artsy about his explosions yeah. in the in the real Fullmetal Alchemist. He was very he's very meticulous. He was a really smart guy too. I mean, he was able to deduce, you know, when these characters were trying to throw him off. There, he was able to figure out that their where they were going was like a diversion and all that shit. And yeah. uh, he he knew when you were trying to play him. He was he was a fucking threat. You did not fuck with Kimberly in that series. I mean, he was a respectable fucking threat, and he was a stylish motherfucker to boot. Yeah, and in the anime, he basically was—he uh, basically was about to drop his pants any time he blew someone up, and then jerk off right then and there. Yeah, it was, it was pretty like much most, his character there. Most cliched piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, I mean, but I think the biggest contrast in quality are the main villains, because you look at the real Fullmetal Alchemist father, aka Homunculus, just Homunculus. It's a uh, a small being from the other side of the gate, and we'll get to the gate later because there's a difference there too. Small being from the other side of the gate that contains all the knowledge that there ever is. And he was summoned forward, forth and put, placed in a flask so that he could help, he could give, uh, the king of this, con- of this kingdom or country, whatever, the, the necessary information to become immortal. Guy wanted to be immortal because he was old and dying. So he set up this whole thing, and he told him how to do all this. And uh, I'm not going to get into all of it, because if you haven't seen it, go see it. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. And at the, at the, he, But he changes a couple little details so that instead of giving the king immortality, the king and his entire country get sacrificed so that the homunculus can have a body so it can leave the flask and go about its own little evil plans. Um, and then he basically goes on this long orchestrates this huge plan that lasts for years and years and years. Uh, and the long story short of it is he is going to become a supreme being. He's going to uh, basically absorb God. And the way God is depicted in the real Fullmetal Alchemist is very fascinating because it's that kind of thing where, like, there is a God, but he's not anything like you'd think. Because that, that's how you feel. Like, if, if there is a God, he's pro- like most likely every religion's gotten it wrong and it's going to be something you never expected. And that's what this does. And then his plan is to basically uh, eat God and become God. And it's, it's, and he's a very... He basically looks like Ed Now's father because his body is basically a copy of Hohenheim. But like evil Jesus. And it's, that's pretty much how father looks. Like he's evil Jesus. Um... He's very big, imposing guy. He's got he fucking do alchemy without him fucking moving. He just stands there and shit happens because he's a boss. <laughs> um, but in the anime, we have Dante, a body hopping woman 
who is apparently too inept to realize you can't actually be immortal because apparently your soul decays or whatever. However but, much sense that makes. Yeah, but I'm supposed to believe that that's the case, but she she's not smart enough to do that, but she is smart enough to orchestrate a huge war to sacrifice people because she wants to keep looking pretty because she's in love with Adnell's dad and can't get over him and wants to be together with him forever. That's your villain in the first anime. You just want to be get me and him together forever. Like the stupidest harem anime love story ever. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure if you put Father <clears throat> against Dante, Father would just eye her, say, what the hell is this, and then just kill her by just having a spike materialize under her and impale her. <laughs> uh, what, what are you coming? What are you coming at me with this bitch for? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I mean, the the entire motivation of the will in this. I want to be with Hohenheim, Sama, <laughs> and and that's fucking it. I just hope Hohenheim Senpai notices me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's kill some more people and serve some more bodies. It's it's like this. It's like this. This is what all this huge plan, all these conspiracies were for. This bitch, this little fucking jilted girlfriend is apparently the one orchestrating the leader of this country? Yeah, and amusingly enough, lastly, in the end part of the series, she kind of possesses the body of some alchemist they just made up and introduced, like in the third episode, then brought her back just as a body-serving object, so that she doesn't become an old woman and can instead be some sort of hot teenage girl. And hit on Edward or some shit. Yeah, and and I, oh my god, it's got to be like I, I my jaw was agape when I saw the episode where she was basically explaining her motivation. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! All this bullshit was for that? You orchestrated all these massacres and wars so you could be together with your boyfriend forever? And it won't even work." And it won't even work. <laughs> I mean, how, how the fuck do you notice? Not, not, don't, not notice this. I mean, she's supposed to be this like master alchemist or some shit. I mean, ev- even she, I think, points out that her body is, you know, de- are starting to decay faster. Therefore, she needs to jump bodies more often. But uh, if if she knows that this is not sustainable on the long term, why the fuck is she doing this? It's like not to mention the entire thing doesn't make sense based on. I mean, look, either a soul is something independent of the body and it's immortal, or it is completely linked with the body and it dies when the body dies. Either one or the other. Something in between doesn't make sense, you idiots. Oh my god, I I was just like, you expect me to believe this stupid teenage girl, and that's what she is mentally, a stupid teenage girl orchestrated wars, outsmarted governments... No. Nope. Now she gotta hit on Edward some more. Oh my god! It burned my brain. Yeah, and the and the the most baffling part is that this isn't even the worst part of the anime. Oh no! I like think one of the was, worst. You know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I know many things. Yeah, one of my favorite bits was that when it basically rips off Berserk. Um, you see. Fullmetal Alchemist decided it had to be edgy. Now, while the the real Fullmetal Alchemist has an overall darker story, which is why they add all those stupid ass super deformed gags because some for some reason the Japanese find that funny. Yeah. Uh, because those gags, if you watch Brotherhood, those gags are not in the manga. It's just they they put them there to lighten the mood because apparently Japanese don't. I don't think like the a lot of these 
TV producers think Japanese audiences like dark things. I don't fucking... Whatever. Anyway. Which, which kind of makes you wonder why Berserk didn't have more super deformed side gags. <laughs> well, Berserk is sane, and that's for grown-ups. <laughs> but, I mean, this overall, the, the story of Brotherhood and manga, that's, I mean, it's overall darker, but... The first anime tried to get super dark edgy by having Rose, the girl from the first storyline, uh, yeah. get gang raped off screen. Yeah, by soldiers. <laughs> yeah, because apparently everything bad ever is soldiers' fault yeah. in the first anime because you see the director of the first anime decided he didn't like George W. Bush, and this is not a joke. So he decided he was going to make a commentary about American foreign policy. So when you – now go back and – yeah, exactly. Go back and watch the first Full Metal Alchemist if you dare, and just have that in mind whenever the soldier is doing something evil. Just replace Amestris – well, they don't name the country in the first anime, but just whatever. Replace Amestris with America. Which doesn't make sense because Amestris was supposed to be basically Germany. Yeah. Uh, they're pretty much based on that, and the Ishvalians – I mean, okay, you, you can sort of understand it because they're basically – you know, they're, they're kind of – from the concept of – Bit, a little bit, just a tiny little bit based on Muslims, basically. Uh, like the good kind of Muslims. And basically but, like Muslim mixed with Hindu, with a little Buddha, Buddhism. And... Yeah. But, but it's, it's but more, no, their, their belief get... feels more Christian than anything else. Yeah. But no, we gotta have our foreign policy wank in here. Uh, yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, for anyone who's interested in this, you might not know this, but most armies, or basically all of them, frown on the idea that their soldiers start raping the populace, even if it is the enemy's populace. And you know why? Because it completely subverts discipline. Yeah. Yeah, even back then when there were mercenary armies, back when Germany and France, for example, were fighting and people didn't have huge... Uh, did, people didn't really have armies as in modern armies, like pat- people who are drafted by the state itself or patriotic... Mostly you you basically bought mercenary armies, even the entire states did this. And even in these armies, which were far more, um, let's say, lenient with the whole plundering and killing and shit, even in those it was frowned upon to just randomly rape people, because it basically subverted the entire authority of their leaders. Yeah. Well, history lesson for you motherfuckers, because everybody likes to have that edgy thing, and their armies come in and rape all the women! <laughs> Exactly. If this wasn't political commentary, I think it would be would be kind of funny if they if they instead try to reverse engineer it. It's like, oh, the Muslims are coming to rape all our white women. <laughs> I mean, it's it. I mean, but it was just kind of pathetic that he just basically turned Full Metal Alchemist in his, into his commentary on America. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was just pathetic, but the, but the rape part that was pretty much what pushed it into inexcusable territory. Like, what the fuck? You have this one character we, we know of, just have her get raped, not only to make your retarded political commentary, but to seem dark and edgy? Fuck you! And this is, and what, what really makes this more of a, even more of a fuck you is that this is one of the original creator's characters. This is not one of your made-up anime characters. This is one of the ones that the original author came up with. This is one of their, her babies, so to speak. And you had her get gang-raped. And and the reason I say it rips off Berserk is because she gets gang-raped into becoming a mute who's barely aware of her surroundings anymore. Sound familiar, Berserk fans? 
Kafka. Mm. <clears throat> and oh, oh yeah. And uh, in this anime, Rose also happens to have dark skin. Kafka. <clears throat> Oh, I had a little tickle in my throat. A little. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't remember any character like that from Berserk. <laughs> I mean, it was, oh god, it was so fucking obvious and blatant. But anyway, maybe she the, had, maybe they oh, gave god. her. Maybe if they had made a sequel, they'd give her a sword or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but anyway, uh, not Casca has a rape baby, which brings <laughs> us into one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Apparently. Babies are more in tune with the spiritual world because, <laughs> and apparently it, uh, you have to sacrifice. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say this because when you put this all together, that's when you realize this is anyone who wants to defend the four, first Full Metal Alchemist anime, you can't do it. And this, what I'm about to say, is why you cannot, cannot. I don't care what your opinion is. Your opinion is wrong because this. Right here. Even if you take away everything else we've said, this, what I'm about to say, is why you can not say that this show has a good plot. Because this part is so stupid. And I would like to remind everyone listening who does not know, who's never seen this far in the first anime, whatever, this is all meant to be taken completely seriously. <laughs> because in the first Full Metal Alchemist anime, you sacrifice a baby. To summon a gateway, which is, by the way, based on a sculpture, uh, to summon a gateway that leads into a magic hallway. Now, the magic hallway itself contains all the knowledge ever. On one side of the magic hallway is Full Metal Alchemist land. On the other side of the magical hallway that is you reach by summoning a gate, by sacrificing a baby, on the other side of the magical hallway of knowledge is goddamn World War Two, <laughs> Real world World War Two, where all the characters of Full Metal Alchemist exist as different people. Have you ever wanted to see fuck, um, fucking Hughes as a Nazi? I think he was a Nazi. I can't remember. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to see your favorite Full Metal Alchemist characters as Nazis? Now you can! And they will name drop every historical... Uh, figure that the writers can think of just in case you didn't think this was World War Two. Yeah. For the ultimate irony, the Fuhrer isn't actually Hitler. He's instead a Jewish filmmaker. <laughs> it's like, what? But don't worry, Hitler shows up in the movie. Uh-huh. That is, just put together, sacrifice a baby to summon <laughs> the gate to the magic hallway that leads to World War Two. That's in this show. It's meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. It's meant to be taken dramatically seriously, which means it's not that kind of crazy thing that's meant to be awesome, like something out of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. No. This is meant to be taken dramatically seriously. Sacrifice a baby to open the gate to the magic hallway to World War Two. Yeah. And that's not even the most retarded thing. I mean, remember where they explain alchemy, what alchemy is fueled with? (laughs) Alchemy is the magic, magic, magic science. In (coughs) Alchemist, you make magic circles and then shit happens and if you have the right ingredients or you should say, alchemy is powered by the spirits of people that died in World War II. Most of which are probably people who were killed in the Holocaust. Which means, in the first anime, Say it with me, everybody. Alchemy is dead Jew magic. Sounds oh fucking my, great. Which, I, which makes you wonder, like, with that radio they fixed with alchemy in the first episode. 
Was that like Anne Frank? Did they use Anne Frank's soul to fix a radio? <laughs> is that like the weird last chapter of the diary of Anne Frank? Is her soul in that fucking radio? And now occasionally you just hear weird shit about it, wanting to fuck the kid in the fucking hidey hole you're hiding in? <laughs> I, I think we should be glad that the radio wasn't in the shape of a Jewish star after whatever it <laughs> I think some of or the yellow. alchemy circles. I think some of the alchemy circles were, which makes it. <laughs> <laughs> which, if you think about it, like, oh my god! <laughs> Someone go back, see if you can find a screenshot. I'm pretty sure some of the transmutation circles in the first Full Metal Alchemist anime had the star. Yeah, I mean, I, now, the I, star I, of David, for those who don't know, isn't exclusively Jewish. It's like a mathematical symbol. But it's also the Jewish symbol, and when you've established that your magic, your thing is powered by dead Jews, and you have anything with that Star of David symbol on it, <sighs> yeah, even even better, the the Nazis used the Star of David in a yellow form with Jew written on it in German, obviously, as a, as a symbol that which people had to wear at all times, thereby identifying the public that they were Jews and therefore inferior. <laughs> So, like s someone, someone do this. If someone has any Photoshop skills, like takes this circle with the Star of David symbol and then kind of overlay the Jew star from the Nazis. <laughs> that's how you make sure you're getting a dead Jew when you fucking that, that fix way, the radio. That, that's the way you get through the hallway with the Jew star. <laughs> that's also the new. That's also the new hero in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Joseph Jew Star. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, my god, that's... Uh, I, I almost forgot about the dead Jew magic. <laughs> I almost forgot. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's not even a joke. That's where alchemy comes from, is dead Jews. Uh, the it, question is, is that worse or better than the black people magic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. It hurts. It really does hurt. I mean, that, that first anime was ridiculous. Ridiculous! Like everything was something to be sad about in that goddamn thing. It's like someone wrote a weird ass dark fic in which they used rape as a plot device to make it like more darker and edgy. And someone read this shit on fanfiction.net and it's just like, "Hey, this shit is pretty good. We'll we'll take that and make it an anime." <laughs> it really does feel like it really does feel like a bad AU fanfiction. Like like the latter half, really just feel like just bad fan fiction. Between how the characters are fucked up, how how much the writers missed the point of so many things, how it's obviously trying to be edgy and different and gets just laughably stupid. It really is like a bad fan fiction. Yeah, given how much they mutilated the entire story and the characters, it's actually kind of appropriate that the anime contains a ra contains rape. Yeah, <laughs> because it raped Full Metal <clears throat> Alchemist. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. I'm a funny man. But, I mean, God, I, I, I'm just taken aback by the whole rape thing. Like, that was, that was, like, you want to talk about trying too hard to be edgy. God damn. <laughs> I'm actually amazed that the priest didn't rape her. Yeah, I mean, and it was just, and it, again, it all is some lame attempt to say, take that America, which makes it worse. Just, oh, God. Physically fucking ill. Everything, like literally, and the 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 the, st and you could kind of tell looking back on it that this was like some ham-fisted social commentary. Because whenever someone wants to send a message, they're never subtle about it. I mean, go read Sinfest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, look, is like the soldiers are so the the state, 
they keep calling it the state. The state is so cartoonishly evil in the first anime. Like in in the real Fullmetal Alchemist, there's a, like a conspiracy with the higher ups, and they're all uh you know in cahoots with you know father is controlling them, and they're like they they're roped in because they think they're gonna get eternal life. They don't yeah. know father's duping them the way he duped the king of Xerxes. Yeah, and the the regular people like even a lot of the ones that are pretty much pretty high on the on the ranks, those are normal people. Those aren't just formed out of blobs of pure malevolence and American evil. Yeah, I mean, like, and you had people in the in the military that were uh, they were trying to fucking stop father's evil ambition. Yeah, but I then, mean, like, shit, that was the entire point of fucking Roy Mustang. Not just Roy Mustang, but all the allies he had. I, yeah, like, Hughes, for, uh, for example. Yeah, like, and and Grumman, Grumman was fucking awesome. The cool old dude. Yeah. With the mustache, that made him look like he was smiling all the time. Yeah. Grumman was Riza, awesome. Yeah, all and of, a fucking all of Mustang's buddies. And fucking the queen herself, Olivier. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Oh, Armstrong, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Can't forget him. Yeah. So I mean, but but in in the fucking first anime, if it wasn't goddamn Roy Mustang or his friends, it was like they were born. They like they weren't born. They like the devil rose up, barfed out some blackness, and that <laughs> blackness morphed into people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they, these were, they were cartoonishly evil, like the military, like, pretty much like, did somebody die? The military killed them. Of course they did. Oh, what happened to your puppy? The military killed my puppy. Of course they did. Oh, what? I see a town is burned down. Let me guess. The military, of yeah. course. Why'd they do it? Because the, the town was there. Yeah, that, that was they pretty much all, yeah, that was pretty much also how they depicted the war. It's like, oh, look at these poor not Muslims getting killed by these evil not Americans. Just watch as they revel in psychotic glee and blow up entire houses with innocent civilians in them. Do you feel my topical commentary yet? I think I'm too fucking subtle about it. <laughs> Oh, and of course they rape people because that's what evil Amestrians Amer- do. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I I, th- I think so. The the dude who is responsible for this kind of failed geography, like eh, Germany, America, yeah, close enough. <laughs> Americans call their president the Führer, right? <laughs> am I am I getting this? Am I am I good, smart man? About I I like politics. <laughs> I have opinions. I hope you never work again. Oh my god! Oh, oh I was just—I—I I, that got old for me. It's like I, I was getting to the point I was watching. I was like, someone say something bad happens. I was like, let me guess the military. And like seconds later, the person on the screen would say the military. And I'll just throw my hands up. <laughs> military is behind everything. Yeah, they much. are the Illuminati or whatever. Yeah, the military, the military, the military, the military. Yeah. Pretty much like, you know what, are the homunculi even doing anything anymore? <laughs> yeah, the homunculi are now the good guys. Yeah, I mean, what actually, the fuck? Th- actually, that's what happened to last in the anime. Like, she was good at the end, and then she got killed because she was good. Fuck it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we gotta, we gotta, we gotta keep that, we gotta add some depth to our sex pot, because... Yeah. That way she can be waifu. Yeah, also, wasn't she in the anime, wasn't she kind of Scar's girlfriend or the girlfriend of his brother or whatever? Or a girlfriend of his brother. Yeah. Like, yeah, he tried to bring back and then it didn't work. Like, and, and when she resurrected, she suddenly became white. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, 
alchemy is racist. Between between it's fueled by dead Jews, it turns dark girls white. What the hell's going on with this art? Full Metal Klansmen? Is that what we're getting at here? I guess I guess they were actually more accurate with the Nazi ideas that we've given them credit for. <laughs> Like it is a combined Nazis in America. Oh <laughs> uh, well, oh, now dear. if it was Nazis, then Lust would have turned blonde hair with blue eyes. Oh right, yeah. She kept the dark hair. She just you know got whitewashed. Yeah. Then again, Edward is already the Aryan ideal. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, and, and speaking of the military, like what the fuck happened to Roy Mustang in the series? I mean, in in the manga, his in his entire ambition has pretty much been the entire time like become president of the country, reform it, you know, make the military suck less. And then in the in the anime, he kind of instead of you know pulling through after some hard fight or whatever, he kind of goes in self-imposed exile. Like, whatever. Someone's going to reform this country. I'm going to go off here in the snow and be emo. <laughs> like, yeah, now I have an iPad that makes me exactly like the Fuhrer. I'm a monster. Oh, God. I think we're being too fucking subtle again. <laughs> Maybe some of our viewers will not get this, that he, like, he looks like the Fuhrer now. Do you get that he looks like the Fuhrer? I'm good storyteller. I put subtle symbolism. Symbolism. Simp, simp, I make it like the same. I'm good writer, man. I'm, um, like Bush, he, he makes wars happen now, grrr. Cause as, as we all know, take, all wars ever are the fault of America. Yeah, take that Bush, right, right, right. I'll show you in a cartoon you'll never watch. <laughs> Word of mouth will probably reach you. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that actually a trend? Like, I remember this from some other animes, which are taking pot shots at him. Yeah, but, it, it, well, for a while, you know, it was fucking, I guess it was it was in vogue to bash Bush across, you know, in fucking Japan, too. But, uh, like, uh, like I don't know if Reader Die, yeah, I think Reader Die did it. Reader Die was awful anyway, and it was like, there was no subtlety in that scene where, like, a Japanese samurai with electrical powers is standing on top of the White House, blowing everything up. And then the president of the United States pisses his pants at the at the sight of the big, powerful electric samurai on top of the White House. I was like, "Shut up!" Yeah, because I'm fucking... sure America has really shitty security in the White House. Like they have one dude with a gun, and it's jammed. Well, yeah, but fucking like, oh my god, take take. It was pretty much like the whole cold open of Reader Die was take that America. I was like, yeah. someone has inadequacy yeah. inadequacy. That will teach you for that fucking bomb, you dicks. <laughs> Again, that's just—it's <clears throat> the thesis that I brought up in, a, in another podcast that the worst anime seems to have an anti-American slant, and it's not even—it's bad because it's anti-American. It just happens to go hand in hand. Crap hates America. That's another reason America's awesome. Shit hates us. Awesome things love us. Two of the greatest anime ever made was Cowboy Bebop. Uh, fucking Black Lagoon. What do they have in common? Uh, kind of seem to be pro-Western there. Let's see. One, read or die. Awful. Full, first Full Metal Alchemist anime. Garbage. What do they have in common? <laughs> mm, take out America. It's actually kind of funny. If you, if you think about it, like in the Full Metal Alchemist anime, like they were completely down on the Nazis, basically. 
but uh, but in in Helsing, where the Nazis are portrayed as awesome, that one is good. <laughs> well, to be fair, the Nazis were supposed to be evil in Helsing. It's just <clears> that they were so ridiculously crazy over the top they became awesome. Exactly. That's that's how you know that's how you know something's good when it can take Nazis and make it awesome. Yeah. Fucking Helsing, gotta love it. Yeah. Like when you make Nazis awesome, there's pretty much nothing you can can't make awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no. Like that's pretty much the litmus test for how can how can I make a villain awesome? Well, if I can make Nazis awesome, then I th- then I th- then I think that's how you know you can write a goddamn villain. Yeah, I mean it show it even shows his hentai rules again. I mean he actually made rape awesome with the whole <laughs> rifle scene. Oh my god, fucking oh Helsing, we love you. We don't love. First full Metal Alchemist anime. And even if you want to compare Helsing, Helsing had an anime that did its own thing. And while it was inferior, like Full Metal Alchemist, it wasn't bad. It was just inferior. Yeah, it just didn't have Nazis in it, so that huh? Yeah. It didn't have that, it didn't have that, uh, special punch. It didn't have that extra something awesome that made the manga and now Helsing Ultimate what it, you know, as ultimate as it is. But yeah. it was still good. You still enjoy it. And it had that bitch and fucking soundtrack. Uh, whereas, you know, Full Metal Alchemist, the first anime attempt was just a godforsaken disaster. Yeah. And speaking of the Nazis, there was that fucking movie where, where yeah. Edward was like, how was the setup again? I, I think at the end of the show, like, uh, Edward died and then Al resurrected him and then Al died because of that and then Edward tried to resurrect him and then he was kind of thrown into Nazi land. Uh, is this Nazi land so good? Would you leave it if you could? <clears throat> but anyway, he was kind of thrown into Nazi land. Then he like met Al's German brother <laughs> and shit like that. Then Hughes was, I think, a police officer who then later joined the Nazi party. Yeah, fuck. If you ever want to see Maze, remember how likable Maze Hughes was and how much. Like the audience was just driven to just love this guy. You ever want to see him as a Nazi? <laughs> I know you do. I know you want to see your favorite likable characters as goddamn Nazis, and not he- we're not talking Helsing Nazis, like ridiculous, over the top, crazy, awesome psycho Nazis. No, no, we're talking regular old meat and potatoes Nazi. You ever want to see Hughes as Nazi? Well, now you can. Awesome. Uh, then again, that would probably even, that would have probably been an improvement for some characters in most harem animes. <laughs> make him a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, he can't be any worse anyway. Yeah, it would, it would it would certainly change some of the uh, some of the girls they pick. They would go for the more blonde chicks. Yeah, maybe they would, maybe they would stop picking the generic fucking Japanese housewife girl all the time. <laughs> you have long black hair and you cook me dinner. You're the one. Now make me some egg rolls. <laughs> but well, I, well, oh, I yeah. act like I'm exasperated to have you and these girls around. Oh yeah, speaking of that fucking movie, the villains there. I mean, yeah, there were the Nazis, but the specific villains was like this conspiracy, whatever, with this one woman as their leader, and they were trying to use alchemy, even though alchemy doesn't really work in our world for some reason, and then they were trying to basically go in Edward's world because their alchemy magic powers would work there and then they bring this whole robot army to invade everything. <laughs> it actually sounds even more retarded now that I've explained it. 
it's kind of like the anime. Like once you actually sit and and think about the plot, like wow, that's the yeah. dumbest thing that's ever crossed my mind. Yeah, and then then envy turns into a giant snake symbolism, and uh, wrath kind of holds him down, and Al sacrifices him. Both. No, wait, that wasn't envy. That was gluttony. He turns into a giant snake for some reason. Well, that makes more sense for him to turn into a giant snake. Yeah. Because phallic symbolism, that, that that's fitting. Yeah, fucking... Oh, my God. All I can think... Like, every time I... The only the only redeeming... The, literally, the only redeeming thing about the Full Metal Alchemist movie is the title make, makes me think of a song that I really like. Because it's, it's The Conqueror of Shambhala, and I just keep thinking of the song, the Three Dog Night song, Shambhala, which is... One of my favorite classic rock songs. And like now I don't even want to think about this stupid show anymore. I just want to think about this song. This is an awesome song. That's the, that's it. Just the title reminds me of a song I like. That's the only plus I can say about this movie. <laughs> also, as if they hadn't ruined Rose enough by having her rape. Like, it's a movie. She's a gypsy. <laughs> that what? Do they hate Rose over there? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? I mean, it's, it's like it's like a little bit of a hate fic. Yeah. In this, in this AU fanfic. It's like, fuck you, Rose. I hate you. Here's my revenge. You're gonna get raped. And now you're a gypsy. You're one of those weird people. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like that's that seems like there's something about making her a gypsy when you've got this whole. Nazi thing going on. Yeah. It's like <laughs> since he gets mm-hmm. raped by the American Nazis yeah. or whatever, and then she can get raped all over again. It's yeah. brilliant. <laughs> then there's then there's like ten dudes advancing on her, and she screams nine nine, and then one of them goes away. <laughs> That's the German language jokes. We're educating our viewers here, <laughs> listeners, whatever. We're the smart podcast. Exactly. Where else can you hear Nazi gangbang jokes? <laughs> but oh my god, oh my god, it's fucking stupid. But speaking of Full Metal Alchemist movies, I don't understand the point of making a Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood movie. All right, they're doing that. Yeah. Like, isn't the point of Brotherhood to be true to the manga? Brotherhood ended. Manga yeah. ended. No we, need for more Brotherhood. Uh, what are you doing? They they pretty much resolved all their plots, basically. Why are you... This is just shoehorning another story that doesn't need to be told. But, like, fucking... Oh, by the way, I notice I use the word fucking like uh, like I use the word um. Uh, anyway, but, like, fucking... Uh, th- th- one thing that gives me about this movie, I don't know if anybody's seen what it looks like. It looks like absolute shit. The animation is ass. And when they were selling it, when I saw <clears throat> the uh, clips of it, at Otakon, I was like, this is, like, this is completely hand-drawn, no computers, it's never, haven't been done like this in years, and I'm looking and thinking, well, now I know why. <laughs> it's apparently called Foo Metal Alchemist, the Sacred Star of Milos. What the fuck is that supposed to be? I don't know, but it looks <clears throat> like ass. Everybody go, I think there might be some clips or a trailer or something. Look that shit up. It looks like utter ass. There's, like, no detail, not even any structure, the, when I, when you see Al Al's hair flap, I'm not Al. Ed's hair flapping in the wind is one of the funniest things, just because of how bad it looks. It's like three frames, and it just looks like it's ex- it's exploding, <laughs> or like it's electrifying, <laughs> just spiking out. 
You know, these types of movies actually have basically the same problem that filler has, like in, in Naruto, for example, because when you're, when you're doing something like that, you basically have to, of course, have a villain, and you gotta pull yourself one out of your ass that is equivalent on his power level with what the good guys will face, and then, of course, anything that's in the, in this thing is, has to be, you know, obviously unrelated. And uh, then it'll happen, and then it'll never be referenced again in the series. Yeah, I mean, like even when even when Brotherhood did its filler villain with that ice guy because I had to throw in some shit because it, it was some new shit. I mean, that was that came and went and was quick, and we were done with it. And it was used to, as an introductory thing. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't too into it, but at least you know it wasn't. It was unoffensive. It was inoffensive. Yeah, and he at least had a slightly kind of clever gimmick when he was fighting Al with his, uh, Ed with his blood. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, and, and, and it acted as a nice preview for the, the latter half because he was like aware of what was going on, trying like a haphazard way to stop it. Uh, and, it, you know, so at least, it, you know, at least they tried to tie it in yeah. with the, with the main plot. But I mean, I mean, like, there's no need. There wasn't any need. That's why I was a little miffed. Like, Fumanaka's Brotherhood, the movie, but Brotherhood ended. The plot's over. Story done. We're finished. Let's all go home. <laughs> why are you doing a movie? Stop. Stop it. You 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 already proved before you can't do this. Stop it. But if there's any justice in this world, uh, any proof that there is at least some. It's that now it has become like the common uh, mindset that the first Full Metal Alchemist anime is now obsolete. That uh, just go watch Brotherhood. I mean, that's the general consensus now that you don't need the first anime anymore. And that makes me happy down in deep down in my insides. Even though I'm sure a few people who say this are just saying it because it's the original. Yeah, I mean, but but generally it's, it's believed that. Uh, you know, you don't need to watch the first anime anymore. Yeah, fortunately. Yeah. So at least there's some. Y- at least the uh, the anime fandom has one thing. At least, at least can identify crap and 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 know what's good and what's better in that respect. Yeah, because this fucking thing would have turned so many people of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, I mean, it it almost did to me. I almost never checked out the manga and checked out all that other stuff. I mean, I just. I, I mean, th- this show was so bad, it led me to believe that Full Metal Alchemist itself sucked. And I I missed out for a while. Thankfully, I finally got the, uh, sort of the wherewithal to check out, check out the manga, and I'm glad I did. I think, I think the first time I knew that this was gonna be way better, when I really knew, because before I was, I was reading each chapter with cautious, like, apprehension, kind of cautious optimism, like, let's see, this is the part where I thought I had promise, let's see, where, and where I knew that, okay, this is way better. The first, um, in, so first sort of example that I had, the first thing that told me this is way better was Scar's first appearance where he, uh, kills the Nina Chimera. Uh, in the, in the anime, he just kind of ran into an alley, said a little prayer thing and killed it. Mercy killed it. In, uh, in the real Full Metal Alchemist, uh, the Nina Chimera and Shao Tucker, who had been shoehorned into as a major character, who talked with his annoying whisper and looked silly and ridiculous uh, in the anime. In the real Fumetal Alchemist, he and his uh, daughter, Kamara, were quarantined by the military. And then Scar broke in, like, 
killed the abomination, basically uh, put it to rest, and killed Show Tucker in the most like amazing sequence of events. Like just the whole the atmosphere of it and how the whole thing went down, and how different Scar was from what I had seen in the anime. I was like, okay, okay, um, this is much better. I'm glad I did this. Fuck that show. This is where it's at. Yeah. And that's pretty much that was pretty much the mindset until <laughs> Brotherhood came along. It's like fuck the show. The manga is where it's at. Yeah. Although wasn't that pretty much the whole Chimera thing? Wasn't that pretty much the the point in the origin the original anime where Edward kind of took his turn to? <laughs> oh God. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was broken up about it in in the in the original, but I mean, they milked that shit in the anime. Yeah. I I will say this though, I do think the the actual reveal of Nina and all that stuff, I think that was handled better in the first anime. There were a couple things I thought were handled better in the first anime. This the scene with Nina and all that, I thought I thought was done better. It was a lot more atmospheric and a lot creepier. Um, and there was a lot more of an emotional bang when you saw what when you realized what happened. It was a lot. It was it was it was a little slower to reveal it to it. It let you realize it before it told you, so it it that that impact hit a little better. Um, there's a lot more, you know, the mood lighting and everything. I think I think I thought was like much better. Um, the other part I thought was done better was uh, the death of that one guy. Again, I don't want to say who, even though it's very very obvious, and I'm talking like people have seen it, but just in case, I don't want to say who. Uh, but the death of that one guy, I thought. It was overall done much better in the first anime. Again, just the the way it played out and the the emotion and atmosphere and all that. And just some little there are little touches that they did. I thought was better, but pretty much that's it. Kind of makes you wonder who the fuck did these scenes? Yeah, why couldn't they have done the rest of the goddamn show? Like maybe we could have got like just have him faithfully adapt this shit and get a little less social commentary and a little more competent fucking storytelling. Because, I mean, the, the storytelling in the original Fullmetal Alchemist is brilliant. Just, like, when it reveals things and when it reveals things to characters versus what the, what the audience knows versus what the characters know. And, like, the, like the way that, like, what characters become in the know and how things are, like, go down and are orchestrated. It's just fucking unbelievable. Just, like, there was literally not, no way it could have gone better than it did. It was, like, perfectly planned out. I, I mean, I got to give the author props. I don't know... Uh, if she was just winging it or if she had this thing meticulously planned out and charted, I mean, it, she would have had to have because just the way that this all went down, whereas the anime was haphazard and shit. And it was pretty much all just Ed Now versus the world. Yeah. Or rather, worse, worse to say, emo suicide largest. Yeah. And the fucking, the sad kid squad. <laughs> yeah. All named, all named after the seven deadly sins. But, and I love that they were always sad because we just want to be human, even though we're functionally immortal and have magic powers. But all we want is to be human. Yeah, that, that, that's that's also somehow something of a kind of a trend in in some series, or even with with some mythologies. Like some people love to use this with the vampires. Like, I want to be human. Like, why? Yeah. I mean, with with vampires, you can at least sort of understand. It. Like, you you can't eat anymore. Can't go to sunlight anymore, whatever. Can can never get a tan anymore. <laughs> uh, but but with the humunculi, they seem to be completely functional, only better. 
Yeah. It's like, why do you want to be human again? I mean, you're basically immortal, and even if you really wanted to die, you could do that too. Uh, you, uh, you're pretty much completely human, except you have superpowers. So what's the problem again? Yeah, and, uh, and I, it, they were annoyingly invincible in the first anime. It was really annoying how invincible the homunculi were. In the real Formula Alchemist, uh, homunculi are powered by Philosopher's Stones. And they can heal their injuries, but they can only revive themselves from fatal injuries so many times. There's no set amount. But like, if you put enough stress on their Philosopher's Stone, they can't heal anymore and they die for good. You have to keep killing them until they run out of lives, basically. Whereas in the uh, in the anime, they were completely and totally fucking invincible and unstoppable. Unless you had the bones of their original body near them, which I don't know how they got separated from those. Um, I mean, what what, did the goop, the failed goop people just, like, leave some bones behind when they turned into homunculi? Uh, uh, I don't need this. Pop that shit out. Whenever (laughs) their bones are nearby, they become vulnerable. They're in, like, the general vicinity. Yeah. And if there was this whole complicated bullshit, they're getting their bones near them, and it was so just like they were. Un- it was annoyingly immortal, and yeah. like you know, maybe it's just me, but if I was basically immortal and whatever, and I knew that my bones would be the only thing that you could basically kill me with, and which would weaken me, and the first thing I would do would would be take that shit and throw it in the ocean or whatever. Yeah, well, some of them had like locked up in safes and stuff. Brilliant. And. I mean, yeah, I would just fucking bury that shit in a remote location and just forget it exists. Just make, don't go around that those parts. Fucking just, like, go in the ocean. Fuck, like you said. Yeah. Like, I probably won't go that far out in the ocean. Just, like, go, like, a mile out offshore and fucking just put them in a weighted bag and dump that shit. Yeah. And, and now I'm safe forever. Yeah, it's what Voldemort should have done upon retrospect. Yeah, I mean, like... One of the things, like, uh, fucking, the people in the first anime, you had characters that, like, everybody liked that had bitch-made deaths, like fucking greed. Everybody liked greed. And he died like a bitch. (laughs) And then he was gone forever. Fucking, real formal alchemist knew to keep that motherfucker around. Yeah. And he and com- gave- he combined with one of the with one of the characters who was also incredibly awesome, to form the pretty much most awesome duo in the manga. And not only that, but the first Greed had, like, the coolest fucking death scene. Whereas, again, first anime, Greed died like a bitch. Uh, like, he's all sad and puking up Philosopher's Stone. No, no, I'm dying. Oh, at the end or whatever. <laughs> not, to, not to mention how Edward defeated him. It's like, he, he somehow was capable with his alchemy or whatever, like, to dissolve his armor and then just stab him through the gut once. Yeah. Died like a bitch. Lame. Whereas uh, in in the real Fumetal Alchemist, he was captured by the other homunculi, who were like, you know, we don't, you know, we don't appreciate you going to get. Father was basically pissed at him, and they're like, you know, you go against us. And then he's like tied to this crucifix thing, and he's basically like, as he's being dipped into this stuff that's melting him down, so Father can redrink his Philosopher's Stone and create a new greed. He's basically saying, you know, screw you, old man. I hope you get diarrhea. 
And when it's when he when they're burning him alive, he won't give them the satisfaction of like screaming in pain or whatever. So he laughs and says how like he like like he likes a good hot bath and like screw you, I hope you get diarrhea. Ah! He dies laughing, goes out like a fucking man. And then he comes back, which is awesome. Yeah. Like the second Creed was even better than the first, which is saying yeah. something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, shit, that guy was my favorite character from the manga. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they didn't have him or Ling in the in the anime. Like if if the manga was a bit more advanced when they did the anime, because I dread would have dreaded to see how they would have ruined his character. Oh my god, the poor people from Jing. Like you know, they would have played up the the uh, romance between Ling Yao and uh, oh my god, I forgot her name, but the the girl, the girl bodyguard. Yeah. Like, you know, she would have angsted, and she probably would have cried for, like, an, an entire episode over... Uh, I hope Lin-sama notices me. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, like, you know, she would have cried for a whole episode over infusing with greed and shit. And... <laughs> yeah. Actually, what it would have been even worse is the, I, I would have feared to see how they would have played up the quote-unquote romance between the little girl and Elle. Yeah, where oh, she had a crush that, on him. And... Yeah, that would have been horrible. <laughs> yeah. Probably made, like a, the love a little more legitimate and a little less little kids crush. And uh, was was the one thing one noticeable difference in in the uh, manga the, and the the in Brotherhood. Fumanaka probably has one of the greatest female casts in all of anime. Every female character in this show is a competent character, a strong character. Uh, they are at no point ever. Um, just made as any kind of sex object. Even Lust, for the most part, just kind of dresses in a sexy black gown, but it's not all that revealing. Um, just this is, I mean, it was made by a woman, but still, this is probably, I mean, you don't fuck with the women of Full Metal Alchemist. Especially fucking Izumi Curtis and <laughs> Olivier, Olivier Armstrong. Dem ladies don't fuck around. They're fucking awesome. Uh, whereas in, in the first anime, anyone with a pair of tits was pretty inept, or pretty prone to uh, succumbing to their emotions, as women often do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, can I get back to my commentary? I'm tired of writing <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> yeah, when Rinri was also kind of emo, Rose, well... Uh, God, gang raped. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, the diff- there's the difference. Fucking uh, Rose was an inspirational figure in in the real Full Metal Alchemist. In the manga, bitch got gang raped. You know, she was a she was an inspiration, raising the hopes of the townspeople as they were rebuilding in the original Full Metal Alchemist. But fuck that bitch in the in the first anime, she gonna get raped, and she gonna have a rape baby. Oh, Real fucking classy. Yeah, wasn't there also this one scene where she and Edward were dancing or whatever? Yeah, it was so stupid and weird. <laughs> Except the retarded, and, and and lest I forget, didn't Dante or whatever her fucking retarded name was? Didn't she later try to possess Rose or whatever, and then hit on Edward? Yeah, I think something like that. Like, oh, oh, you're fucking classy, you guys. Yeah, and, the, and the like people, no, you probably have some STD or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and the, the 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 anime adaptation of the manga with one of the strongest female casts in the history of manga and anime decides to have its main female villain just be this this dumb broad who's doing it all because she's like so in love with this guy. Yeah, and and He's then kidding. then pos- then possess a rape victim and start hitting on the son of the guy you're in love with. Yeah. 
awesome. Yeah. Like, this, this is shit I would expect from some sort of hentai anime, like Bible Black or whatever, or Legend of the Overfiend or some shit. I'm just fucking expecting, I, like, you see something as pathetic as that, and you just want to see, like, Olivier Armstrong just impale this bitch with a sword and call her weak. It's the dumbest shit. Well, I think, uh, I think we're coming to, we're running out of material, I think. Yeah. I think we've exhausted, I mean, Plus, where do you go from dead Jew magic? Yeah. Where do you go from that you sacrifice a baby to open the gateway to the magic hallway that leads to World War II? Yeah, and American Nazi gang rape. Yeah. I mean, this, I mean, I, I think it's pretty just, it's a solid fact at this point. Uh, anyone who can def- it would try to defend that first anime would just basically be doing it for nostalgia's sake because it introduced, I mean, you, you could say like, oh, well, it introduced people to Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, you can't, yeah, I guess you could say that, and in that regard, that's the one use it had. But it's still a bad show. It's still an objectively terrible show and an awful adaptation. Yeah, and actually, even as an introduction to Full Metal Alchemist, it failed, because as we established, all it would have done is basically drive people away from Full Metal Alchemist, except those who have shitty taste to begin with. Well, I mean, it, it was huge, it was huge when it came over here, but I mean, so were a lot of awful anime. For a while, it was just yet another example of the anime fandom having god awful taste. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really know how I feel about it. On the one hand, like, if it didn't catch on here, I probably wouldn't have, uh, heard about it and checked out the manga, but maybe I would have, I don't know. But for, for as much as I could tell, I wouldn't have. And, but again, even if you think about that, that's, that's, that's secondary, that's ancillary shit. That's, you know, that's not, in terms of the actual quality and content of the show itself, yeah. it's a terrible, terrible fucking yeah. show. One might say that Rika, even if the show was single-handedly responsible for the success of Full Metal Alchemist and the fact that there was later Brotherhood made, even if this was the case, it still wouldn't excuse the horrible way they went about it. Yeah. So it is, I guess we could say it is a terrible show, but it... But outside of the content of the actual show, it did a service. Yeah, it's kind of like the Gollum of anime. Like it's it's twisted and and horrible and despicable, but uh, in its in its evilness, it managed to do unintended good. Yes, I think that's an excellent way to put it. I think we're going to end it there. So yeah. from all of us here at the other side, I'm Cody Byer, and I'm Max Waiter. Saying. Please, someone find a photoshop uh, or a screenshot of God of a transmutation circle from the first anime with a star of David in it. Please make our day. And Photoshop the juice star over. <laughs> <laughs> Clannad, being 
almost the definitive moe show to make them even look more goofy. You ever see like newborn kittens that are a couple of weeks old and how a lot of times their eyes will be cockeyed like looking yeah. in two different directions? Yeah. That's how each of these girls are drawn. That and they have tiny, tiny mouths. Right. <laughs> if there was a girl whose job it was to suck dick, yeah. it's going to suck to get your dick in her mouth. Well, I guess, you know, if they can't suck dick, at least they have panoramic fucking vision. <laughs> You're a fucking chameleon. The Method to Madness podcast with Sean Ryan and Kevin Gray. Find them on iTunes and AlphaCounter.com. The Bonus Round is a great place for future podcasters to get their start. It's also an outlet for current podcasters to get more exposure. The Bonus Round is the easiest podcast you'll ever make. All you need to do is watch some anime and record a review. You leave all that boring editing and posting nonsense to us. So you think you got what it takes to be a part of the Bonus Round? For more details, email bonusround at anime3000.com. The Bonus Round on Anime 3000. It's like the f***ing Mickey Mouse Club of anime podcasts. I'm getting tired of this. I think I've come up with three really good podcast taglines for the show. All right, let's hear it. All right, first up, the two guys in my podcast, because it's so epic that it takes two guys to do it. That is fucking retarded. Yeah, I didn't like that one anyway. Okay, how about the second one? It's going to blow you away. All right. All right, the two guys in my podcast, because we're legend, wait for it. How about we don't? Fine. I didn't like that one anyway. Okay, this third one is sure to impress. Uh-huh. All right, the two guys in my podcast, because it's rock, paper, scissors to the death. Yes, yes, and yes. Nah, I'm not feeling that one either. What? Why? I gave my opinion on what you wanted, and you just trashed it? All right, you know what? To hell with these taglines. The two guys in my podcast was started by two guys. That's us. That love talking about anime, manga, and going to conventions, and they wanted to share their opinion with the masses. We are not here to give you the business. And we are most definitely not here to show you the other side. The two guys in the mic podcast, because we're all... Oh, hold on, Jameer. What? I don't think our podcast has sunk that low where we have to steal a catchphrase from a really crappy wrestler. Man, I like that one, too. The two guys in my podcast, Mondays on Anime3000.com. Rest in peace, headphone users. Who stepped on a duck?